0: Welcome to the Geek Centric podcast and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Mythic Quest season 3. Mythic Quest is way better off without them. Damn straight. What's up, gamers? My name is Nate, and this is our spoiler free review for season three of Mythic Quest. Special thanks to our friends at Apple for giving us the opportunity to watch this season early. For review. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geek Centric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geek Centric. Uh, Now, before we get to this review, I also want to let you know that if you're like us and you you love the world of Star Wars, we currently have our watch club for Star Wars and or going on right now with our first three episodes out covering episodes one to three, 4 to 6 and 7 to 9 of that series, uh, and we go deep into our thoughts uh, and theories on uh, kind of what, what will happen, what's going to happen next, uh, and how much we absolutely adore that show. Um, so we're releasing those episodes weekly, and then once the season wraps, we'll have our Watch Club uh, episode out for episodes 10 to 12. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that, because there's a rebellion growing, and you can be a part of it. Alright, let's get to this review. Joining me for this adventure in game development is my fellow dev partner in crime, Darcy the Dungeon Master Hudson.
1: Appropriate. I am a Dungeon Master. I I love me a good D&D game and uh, this this show definitely captures what it is like, you know, creating a world that people are playing in because it's not always easy.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of... Uh, trials and tribulations, Darcy. I for in terms of like the gaming space, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want to know: have you, bef- you know, before we get into the review, have you ever gotten into like an MMORPG or or sort of an online games kind of like Mythic Quest before?
1: I have. N- I've never been one to be. Uh, uh- to play MMOs, uh, really, I, my friends all love them, and I've watched them play. It's just, it's not my thing. I'm more of a, a single-player story storytelling game that I like. That's my mm-hmm. go-to. Like, Legend of Zelda is my favorite series, and that's never had really any multiplayer aspects to it, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, aside from, I think they did, like, a like a Four Swords The Four situation. Swords, was like,
1: I had that on DS, played it with my two best friends, that we make yeah. the Triforce ourselves. So, I, I, again, I've played the multiplayer games, but, again, I'm more of a, a solo player.
0: That's totally fair. Uh, I, for myself, I tried to get into WoW, uh, back in the day, World of Warcraft, but honestly, it just took too long to do cool stuff, Mm -hmm. like, all I wanted to do was ride around on the back of a white panther, and I just, there was so many, so much grinding, so many fetch quests, like, I dropped out pretty quickly, there's so, there's only so many times where I can have an old man be like, go get me those apples over there, and I'm like, I don't want to get you apples, I want to ride a a freaking panther, um, and so, like, for me, I was just... I got fed up with it because I just saw everyone else around me doing cool stuff and I, I, I just felt like the progression wasn't there.
1: Well, yeah. Again, my fr- my friend, one of my good friends uh, played WoW since he was like 13 years old, something like that. It was one of his first games he picked up and uh, he he said that he, the only reason why he stuck with it so long was because he had been playing it and it got to the point where when something new was coming out, he could play it right away but if you were a newcomer to the series, like you said, there was so much... You had to slog through to get to what you saw on these trailers and stuff like that. So, yeah. The, the games that have been around around for so long obviously are very uh, daunting to try and approach especially if you're a late comer to the game
0: absolutely and I'm sure they're even more daunting for all the people that make them and then all those people complain about (laughs) they're not getting their white panther early (laughs) enough Um, just like the folks in this show Uh, let's get to the synopsis Uh, in season three mythic quest follows a group of video game developers tasked with building worlds molding heroes and creating legends but the most hard-fought battles don't occur in the game They happen in the office. In season three, as Ion and and Poppy navigate the gaming world and their partnership at the newly formed Grim Pop Studios, Dana is forced to play mediator to her bosses. Uh, Back at Mythiquest, David settles into this new role as the boss where he, he truly finds himself in charge for the first time, with Joe returning as his assistant, more loyal and militant than ever. And Carol attempts to figure out where she fits in a new promotion. Uh, at Berkeley, Rachel struggles to balance her morals with capitalism while a post-prison Brad returns to society as a reformed man. The series stars uh, Rob McElhaney, Charlotte Nick Dio, uh, David Hornsberry, uh who also executive produces the series, Danny Poody, Ashley Birch, Imani Hakim, Jesse Ennis, and Naomi e- uh, Ekper- Ekperigen. Uh, who was upped to a series regular for the third season, uh, which you can totally tell this season. We, we do get a lot more mm-hmm. of her, um, as well as guest stars, including Joe Manginello, Lindsey Kraft, and Casey Sander. Uh, and if you're listening to this, then the 10-episode third season of Mythic Quest has already premiered with its first two episodes uh, out now, followed by one new episode weekly all the way through January 6, 2023. So Darcy... Let's get into it. Uh, let's let's start off. What did you think of Mythic Quest Season 3?
1: Loved it. I recently uh, had caught up on it, not really knowing that the third season was right around the corner. So it was a, a very welcome surprise to get this in our emails, to be like, oh, here it is, Season 3. Uh, shorter wait than I ever expected. And I I got to say, I loved it. The characters in this show are... You, you want to know how they grow, even though they aren't the best people. You mm-hmm. still love them and all their flaws. And I just, the show is so good at at writing a character with many, a lot of flaws that you can still find a way to like and root for. So I, I love it.
0: Yeah, I think they 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 really, um, I think it feels great to be sort of back with these characters after mm-hmm. the first two seasons. I think the show in this third season has really hit its stride and it's kind of gotten to that place where... You know, I think with The Office, it took me one or two seasons to kind of get to the place where I was like, oh, that's such a Jim thing or that's such a Dwight thing or a Michael thing. And now with these characters, I'm very much feeling that way where I'm just like, mm-hmm. that's exactly how Joe would react or, you know, I, I think that's, you know, I-, I-, I love kind of seeing how they, they sort of. They they feel familiar, but then they still find ways to put them in situations in the season and different character pairings that I think we can see the characters then sort of expand uh, who they are and we get a lot of character growth just simply because of literally who they're pairing them up mm-hmm. with, which mm-hmm. I think is a little bit of a different feeling from from the first two seasons, where especially in that first season, it was very much like they were very compartmentalized and yes. they were in the oh, different yeah. sections of the game studio fulfilling their roles. But those lines have kind of blurred uh, with the second season. And now, especially with this third season, we're kind of getting them all mixed in together. And it is mm-hmm. it is fantastic. There's some really great moments this season.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Again, I think the strong point for this show are the other characters on it and again the pairings you can get and the, the adventures they can go on and how they influence each other are so so good and so fresh like i said you we already know how these characters are going to react having this being the third season but how they're going to react next to someone we really haven't seen them next to is just outstanding and this like you said this se- this season alone really drives home those new pairings and the possibilities with those that, that can come from those pairings
0: absolutely and i think I think as far as the, the characters are concerned, I I didn't feel an unbalance with, with any of them. Uh, we mentioned that Naomi, uh, who plays Carol, um, she's definitely gotten a, a bigger role this season. I do think she might be the only one that I sort of felt like, oh, I... I still want more Carol, even though we mm-hmm, got more mm-hmm. of her this season. I just she was so fantastic and so funny as the head of HR um, or whatever her role was. I think it changed a couple of times. Huddy
1: but, to uh, something else. Yeah, yeah, she's just she's <laughs> the woman in power now, and it's just so great watching, like watching that rise and how they script it out is so enjoyable because it's so unconventional. It's
0: so well done, and I I think with these characters, like yeah, I think again outside of Carol, they they really all got a chance. To shine, I uh, I want to highlight though. I think the two biggest highlights this season were Joe and Dana. At least for me, I felt like um, like just starting with Joe, dude. Mm-hmm. Joe is a character that honestly, in the first season, I uh, I very much thought like I was like, you know, there's no way they're ever gonna get me to like Joe, and I felt that way about CW as well. CW mm-hmm. was a character that I'm like, I don't really dig this guy he kind of is super annoying and i i get that that's kind of part of his comedic charm but at the same time i really don't like him and then they get to that bottleneck episode in season two with with cw and i was just like holy crap i love this guy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now with this season even though it's you know she she doesn't necessarily get sort of her own i mean she kind of gets her own arc um but but she you know she joe completely surprised me this season. I was so blown away with like how much I was like I really like Joe now and I was I was just so delighted with Jessie Ennis. Um this season I think she just did such a great job of breaking down that character in a way that we've never seen before in the first two seasons and it was so lovely
1: Mm -hmm, for sure it feels it feels a lot like her character is growing on her own as opposed to growing with someone else in this season so it's really cool seeing her kind of take the reins of her own life and kind of set things on track as she finds her new place and the the, the new um the new workplace that is mythic quest with uh, ian and poppy having left or sorry Ian and Poppy having left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, get it right. I'm sure he would correct you. Um let's let's before we get to Dana, let's talk about Ian and Poppy. I think they take sort of uh center stage this season. Um I think they t- to see their relationship uh, how it's grown uh from the first season all the way to now. You know, they're still there's i think there's still some some familiarity i think there might be a little bit too much familiarity uh between their characters in terms of stuff we've seen before but they still find a way to sort of i think get to that place where where a lot of sort of the the more heartfelt more um sort of sadder moments are definitely centered around their characters i thought they oh, yeah. they did a really good job of sort of going from those places of like okay, yeah, stop fighting, you guys, I get it, you're, you're mad at each other, to, to just, like, just those really, really dark moments where I'm just like, no, please, please stop fighting, like, I really want you to, to get, you know, to be happy again, um, and, and it's, it's great to see them interacting, and it's great to see sort of the juxtaposition of their characters in terms of, you know, when, when they are flawlessly working together for the first time this season, and then how much that sort of falls apart at the same time.
1: It's really cool and I I understand what you uh mean when you say it's very familiar because their char- their story really feels the same in each st- season but it's what that what their relationship is uh, based around or what pressures are being placed on the relationship that really make these characters so dynamic because yes they are the same and they react the same way around each other but when you get to see why they're doing that and what is driving them to this point like this series does or this season does a great job of kind of diving into why these characters are the way they are and I, I thought it was brilliantly done and again it felt familiar because they always act that way but getting the context behind it helps so much
0: absolutely absolutely yeah and you know i think um i think brad was great again this season i thought that uh having him come back the way that they have him come back and the way that he sort of just seamlessly blends into this story in ways where i'm just kind of like how is he allowed to be doing some of the stuff that he's doing um and even just is he you know the the fact that we get to see him interacting with Rachel in a new way which was again mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. very surprising um you know character uh, moments where I'm not gonna spoil necessarily how that happens but just the fact that you know that that's kind of an example of sort of how different this season is in terms of your you know when you think of those two characters you really don't think of them interacting in the previous two seasons that much uh, mm-hmm. and so to see them getting to, to sort of work work alongside each other was was really really great and uh, and oh and David I think, like was hilarious
1: this season he was really funny he is always my favorite character and like (laughs) i'm familiar with always sunny in philadelphia and i know he writes a lot of the stories that involve his character on that show cricket Mm -hmm. and in the same way i feel like he's got a big hand in the story uh, the stories behind david in this this show because they are so like he is such a depressing man for all the different reasons than cricket but at the same time there's still that same undertone where he is always the butt of the joke and I just the way that he brings that levity to such situations and his reactions I just outstanding I love David Hornsby absolutely yeah. and he, he, the
0: way that he just sort of yeah, like you said he's the butt of the joke, but he also just kind of is just like, yeah, I'm the butt of the joke. Okay, let's keep going mm-hmm. here. Um in a way, he's like he's both the weakest and strongest character on the show uh, mentally it. and and it's just so funny to see uh some of the moments with him. Um I let's get back to to Dana though. I thought uh Dana this season was phenomenal. Uh her character grows so much and you know, I think in previous seasons she kind of just it felt more like her her and her relationship with Rachel. It almost felt like their relationship rightfully so because they they hadn't really revealed it to the office was kind of the forefront of the problems for that character for those characters. And here we get to sort of we we still get a little bit of that lingering. but at the same time, we get to see Rachel grow in her own way and Dana grow in her own way. And I just thought the the amount of times where, where Dana was on screen, I was just so captivated by like some of the things she was saying and some of the characters that she started sort of uh, acting like, if you will. Um, (laughs) I just, I just thought she was fantastic. And I, I think with what they do with her in this season, I'm. I, that's what makes me even more excited for the next season. Is literally her character and just sort of where they take her this season.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, again, I think the strength of this season comes from the unique pairings of characters because we're getting this, these, these. Epic moments of character growth through these unique combinations that, again, we hadn't seen up until this season. And I think that really goes a long way to drive and make these character changes more, you know, apparent. And I love it. And I think, again, on the topic of wanting to see next season, what I love about this show is that by the end of the season, I'm always like, I can't wait for more. I can't wait to see what the next story is going to be told, like what they're going to tell and stuff like that. And so, again, with this one, they knock it out of the park with setting up that that hype for the next season despite me just finishing uh, season three so I love it.
0: I, I want to give a quick shout shout out though. We get so little of her and I hope I hope much like Carol's character she does get uh, increased to a season regular. But um, Caitlin McGee, who plays Sue, uh, is so (laughs) phenomenal uh, in literally the the short moment that we get her. There's a really wonderful NFT joke. uh, And I'm just I was so over the moon. I literally I think I was like I saw her say what she said. I'm like, I think I'm in love. I think I fell in love with her right there. She was so good. Uh
1: Her delivery and everything, whenever she's just having her little breakdowns are so great, and again (laughs) the the few times we get her in this season again, just drives home how great that character is, and like you said, I want more of her, hopefully she gets more of a role in the next season, because again, it's incredible, and her her role is so relatable. I mean, she's she listens to what everybody on the internet complains about yeah, and we what I mean, we we're just doing. <laughs> we were, we we're everybody complains about stuff on the internet and I just yeah. love the fact that there is a character whose sole purpose is to take that hate and just seeing what it does to her is just it's so good. I love her character. So good.
0: Um okay, so I think, you know, obviously we're keeping it spoiler free, um but I will say there is a bottle episode this season if you were curious. Um this season's bottle episode without saying anything, I just they take two characters and we get to see their past and how their love of video games sort of brings them together in both tragic and beautiful ways at the same time. And, you know, even just you saying like relatable, like, dude, there's there's some moments with I think at least one of the characters for me um, that I, I just thought were were so good and and so wonderful of just them like really wanting to to play you know Final Fantasy let's say but uh but I have to be constantly pulled away from it and I'm like oh I've been there I felt that <laughs> um and I just thought that like again it was just one of those moments where I, we get to take a break from the the current storyline but the way that it informs the storyline of season three and sort of its main themes is so good and it's it's probably I, th- I think it might be my favorite episode of the season. Um, episode eight is uh, directed by Ashley Birch, which is also a phenomenal episode, but I do mm-hmm, think that mm-hmm. uh, I do think that the, the, the storyline from, uh, from episode seven, the bottle episode is honestly probably <laughs> it, it might be my favorite bottle episode of sort of the three that we've gotten uh, in Mythic Quest
1: personally i i really love the Cw yeah, exploration one, episode that yeah. was a great great one but i do have to say that this this season or this episode this season's bottle episode was a standout moment from the season for me because it gave us it was such a departure from the main storyline. But like you said, it relates so much to what's going on in present day that it was again, so rewarding to get these little nods to what's coming in the future for these characters. And I, I I really enjoyed it. And there were moments where, again, I was tearing up because they managed to go so real after like, setting up a perfect punchline type thing. So this show really knows how to handle its humor and its uh you know realness at the same time. I love it. Yeah,
0: I think the the comedy, I mean obviously the show is a comedy. Um there's some great dramatic moments. I just think overall the dialogue, the way that the show is written is so well done. It doesn't miss a beat. There there were there were really no moments that I sort of felt like oh that joke didn't land or that didn't really work for me. Um I think you know there's some there's there's a, at least two or three really phenomenal gags that they do with dialogue in terms of cutting back and forth between different characters. and It's, it reminded me a lot of something that you would get out of um, like an Austin Powers sort of joke uh, where it just kind of cuts back and forth. And yep. It was just, it was so good. And, and I just think that, yeah, the writing for this series uh, is up there. I think Ted Lasso gets a lot of flowers uh, rightfully so, but I, I do think that at least from a writing standpoint, this show is right up there with with something like a Ted Lasso.
1: Oh, for sure. Again, like the, the 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 dialogue in this show and the back banter back and forth. I mean, a lot of it must come from the actors, but they have to have a good basis to go off and know what the characters end goal is and it's the way that these all, all these things come together for these the great little half hour episodes i i love them and i again i found myself wanting to just binge the episode like the whole season at one sitting but at the same time like no i gotta take my time and really sit with these because they are so well written and so good you can't just blow through them because there's so much in each episode to take like, digest and break down and i i love it yeah I think I've said that like 50 times this this review already. I love it. I love it. I love love it. it. I love it.
0: (laughs) Um, Darcy, before we get to our overall thoughts, was there anything that maybe didn't fully work for you this season or or anything that sort of um, kind of uh, sort of pulled you pulled you back a little bit in terms of you loving it?
1: honestly no like i said i want to binge it in one sitting I had to force myself to sit back and kind of take my time with it because i did enjoy it so much and i i i really think that they this one they like you said they found their stride and have hit figured out what they're trying to do with this show and it is so well done that i can't wait for more absolutely i think i think the the
0: only thing i could possibly think of um and it's kind of tricky because I'm like I, I, here. I'm literally being like, maybe I don't think this. Uh, but <laughs> but the, the way that they sort of this season, let's just say this. They 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 don't really focus on the the game studio side of things as much. I do think that that sort of takes a bit of a backseat, which those are some of like my sort of favorite sort of challenges for the show, because it is what what helps the show to stand apart from other dramedy series, uh, you know, comedy drama series that are similar to it in the sense that, you know, even with something like Ted Lasso, we do really get to spend a a good amount of time on the pitch. We get to sort of experience uh, football in that way. I I think this season was lacking a little bit of, of the sort of video game centric stuff, but at the same time. I don't know, maybe I don't care about that because the story, the, the character growth was so good. It,
1: I mean, I do agree that there wasn't a lot of for, focus on the development side, but it almost makes sense when you think about the storyline that happens throughout this season. Both through Grimpop and at Mythic Quest, there are they're in a very, you know, in-between stage trying to figure out what the next steps are. So, it makes sense that they are Spending more time doing other things because they can't think of what to do in the game, and I, I love that mm-hmm. kind of it. It kind of goes along with the storyline. So I'm hoping that maybe next season we'll go back more into that that dev side because of where things end off this season.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. I think, I think, I guess that might be then if we were to, if we're really looking to try here, um, if it, it, this season was maybe a bit more of a, um there's such a negative connotation to the word filler but but it it felt like maybe it was more of let's say a setup season where yes. you know rather than sort of a next chapter but again to your point with with what the characters are going through it kind of fits the theme of Mm -hmm. of the narrative for the, for the story to be like that. So let's get to our overall thoughts and uh, rating, uh, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five slices of Buffalo chicken pizza. Darcy, I'll get you to start off.
1: Well, again, I think I've, I've said it enough, this, this uh, review, but I love it. I love this season. It was so good (laughs) this. Yeah, I know. Surprising, right? But uh, it's this season to me is the standout. My favorite one of the three so far, again, having just recently caught up and rewatched it, uh, the, The writing was there in the first two seasons, but this third season they really figured out the characters. And again, able changing up those common pairings to give us new scenes and interactions was so good and so refreshing that I can I only hope for more. There are still some pairings out there that we haven't gotten much of, and I can't wait to see those because with this season setting up so many odd odd combos, that there's so much more potential for what comes next in in later seasons. So, to me, this is a they hit it out of the ballpark an outstanding season the cast was great the writing was great everything was so well done so it was an easy 5 out of 5 uh, slices of buffalo chicken pizza
0: that's it yeah man yeah it's delicious yeah
1: i loved it very cool yeah.
0: um yeah this was great this was this is some really really top tier television and for this streaming service I think uh this is again up there with something you know like a Ted Lasso um it was great to be back in the studios I think again these characters are so familiar but they still find ways to surprise us this season I I didn't I didn't feel like this season maybe hit uh as the same level of highs for me personally as season two I think it it does um kind of really does a good job of breaking down and exploring these characters more um but I did find as I mentioned the game-centric problems of the previous seasons they play more as a setting rather than the conflict of the narrative and and again I'm I know I'm kind of sounding like I'm going back and forth on that (laughs) but uh but I I would like I would have liked to kind of see you know a little bit more of an overall shift for the story than this season gave me um but again with the cast. I mean, dude, Ian and Poppy, uh, so, so phenomenal. Just anytime we get to see those more dramatic moments with them, but even the the moments where they are really, really, you know, happy and, and things are flowing and ideas are working. It's just so wonderful to see. Um, and Joe working alongside David uh, and and just the the phenomenal way that we see their characters grow. And the fact that I was able to actually end up, They made me like Joe. Again, this <laughs> is something that I was just like, there's no way they'll get me to like CW. There's no way they'll get me to like Joe. And now they've gotten me to that place. And there's not a single character on the show that kind of uh, is holding me back from just absolutely loving everyone. Um, and then Dana is just... Phenomenal, I love seeing her you know it's It's interesting we talk about the pairings, but her character we got to see sort of explore all the different areas, mm-hmm. and she gets to learn from unexpected characters in unexpected ways and uh and I absolutely loved it i I thought it was so so well done uh, again, I don't think this is for me personally i don't find this to be the best season of the show so far. um I think it had some incredible hilarious comedic moments, some beautiful, sad. Dramatic moments and then some solid character growth, um, but uh, but I'm I'm I think I think I'm just I'm even more excited to see what they do next. So it definitely it, it pulled that off as far as what I think it was the season was attempting to achieve. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm giving season three of Mythic Quest a solid, solid four point five slices of buffalo chicken pizza. Uh, well, that is it. We hope you enjoyed this spoiler-free review for Mythic Quest, and if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you want to write into, into the show with your thoughts on this series or uh, any of the movies or shows we cover, uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm actually just going to go. Uh, I'm going to Darcy. I'm sending you a link to my guild. Can you can you log in and just go ahead and get into that guild? Is that what they do? I don't know. What
1: I think it's a, I think that's a thing, the player-run organization. Again, neither of us are M- MMORPG <laughs> players, so we won't know that stuff. But uh, if, you, if those of you out there that do know your way around the, the computer and the wide web and sending out those group invites, uh, they can always reach us at uh, wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that's too much like having a slow uh, Wi-Fi connection and you can't really get on and do your gaming, then <laughs> hop over on Twitter and you can reach us at geekcentricYT or Instagram at wearegeekcentric.
0: Please do not send us any NFTs. Uh, we <laughs> we don't need them. We're good. We're good without them. So uh, keep in mind, we have a ton of other episodes covering the latest and greatest movies and shows out now. Like our recent spoiler-free reviews for we got reviews for for Wakanda Forever, Blockbuster, uh, Tales of the Jedi, Clerks Three, Black Adam, uh, and uh, and it, yeah, our spoiler-free thoughts as I mentioned are out now for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, um, and you can catch that review uh, here on the podcast. Uh, we also had the chance to do to interview some of the cast. Of Black Panther Wakanda Forever so you can catch that here as well as on YouTube at youtube.com geekcentric and as of listening th- to this the movie is out uh, so hopefully you've seen it and if you have uh, stay tuned because our spoiler filled discussion for Black Panther Wakanda Forever will be out very soon uh we've got a ton a ton of content coming your way um you know we've i think oh what was the interview or the the review that i missed we we talked about Zootopia Plus we did mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. we did interviews with the cast and crew of Zootopia Plus which should be up now as well um i had the chance to talk to Bonnie Hunt and Don Lake which was just unbelievable um and Justin had a had the chance to talk to some of the directors and and producers of the series and uh he gave a really, really dope suggestion for a new short series that you mm-hmm. need to uh, listen and watch this uh, this interview to find out. It, it, it was honestly, it's so cool. I really hope it happens. Uh, Darcy, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me for this mythic review. And as we say, love ya.
1: Later's.